this morning to the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. We thank you so much for deciding to come and worship with us today. For all of you are, who are in person and attendance, God bless you and you are welcome on today. For those of you who are watching via our live stream, Facebook and YouTube, God bless you and welcome to our virtual stream. Do us a favor, those of you online, go ahead and hit that share button and let the world know that you tuned in to the birthplace of gospel music, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Oh, amen. Amen. See, see, y'all, y'all can get some Catholic exercise today. Because if you'd have stayed standing, you would have to jump up again because it's time to read the text. See, see, I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to help you out. If you had stayed, you've been standing already. I wouldn't have to ask you to stand. Amen. Turn with me to the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John, chapter 15. The Gospel of John, chapter 15. I believe it's only one verse, verse 4. The Gospel of John, chapter 15. When you have it, say amen. If you need a minute, say I need a minute. That's the Gospel of John. John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. 15th chapter. 15th chapter. Fourth verse. One verse. One verse. And it reads, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. That was Jesus talking. The word of God is already blessed. Let us pray. Father God, we bless you on today. Lord God, we love you on today. Lord God, we're praying right now, God, that you would have your way today, God. God, we recognize that we haven't done everything so right and so perfect, God, but yet by your mercy and your grace, you saw fit to give us another chance and another opportunity to get it right. So God, on today, let today's service and our worship be all about you. God, remove anything that is unlike you from the presence of your people on today. God, let us go forth in a mighty way, God, whether it be through song or through word or through worship. God, whatever is done today, God, let it be done for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh! 
then you got to be willing to join with, with the choir and whoever's up here as they undergird and push you to praise him. Because I declare this morning, he's worthy. He's worthy. Oh, you know, I, I can't get no help. He's worthy of the praise. So let's don't come in here all comfortable. And feel like that we ain't got to do nothing. That's where real worship happens. And I'm so excited. And I'll go back to that in a minute. Let me just get some of the particulars out of the way. Many of you know that we will have a church meeting this coming Saturday. We are excited to share with you of where we are in our journey. Some of you have been faithful in our, your stewardship with what we're trying to accomplish as we are trying to move forward uh, with this $1.2 million renovation of our church. Uh, faith, amen. Uh, but we know that we have to do our part. Now, we have been doing some things. We have some grants that we are pursuing, but we recognize, and if I can get some help from a trustee or two, we recognize that we can count on and bank totally on those grants. I told uh, a group on this past Friday uh, that, that, that we're not, we know we can't bank on grants. We're going to pray for the grants. But I'm banking on God's people to do what God's people know they need to do. Can I get some help this morning? Can I get some help this morning? So we're going to be telling you and talking to you and sharing with you where we are in this journey of what's going on, how God is opening doors, how we are hurtling over challenges uh, to be able to move forward. We are looking forward to a September uh, meeting before the City Council of Chicago, and so I need you to continue to pray. We said for the month of August, we will be praying at 6 p.m. So some folks say, well, Pastor, what should I pray for? I say, of course, pray for your family, your faith community, your friends, but also let's be intentional as we pray for favor as we get ready to go before the City Council of Chicago. Amen? Amen. Also want to now, some of you may already be aware, have seen it. There was an article uh, in the Chicago Defender about Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, it has been posted on our Facebook page as well as I believe as the website. It talks about our history, our 120-year history and the direction that we are attempting uh, to go. They even got a good picture of the pastor in a suit that looked like it fit. So I am so excited. I got a lot of a lot of a lot of wonderful feedback from colleagues and friends of Ebenezer and Ebenezer members, uh, and so share that because it tells the people what we are attempting to do. Amen. 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 And then I also want to make mention. So also, so we will have church meeting at ten. There's a joint board meeting uh, at nine o'clock. So joint board is trustees and deacons and the pastor at nine o'clock. And Deacon Mayberry said that there is an 8 o'clock deacons meeting. I, so I'm letting y'all know. He's called at 8 a.m. And that's okay. He wants to meet, and we will meet 
and we are excited. Amen. Amen. We don't put too much on you, so you you can clear your schedule eight o'clock in the morning. Amen. I'm 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 amped on amp, amp up on caffeine because wheels down was at seven uh, thirty five today, which meant I had to be at the airport at four thirty a.m. this morning, which means I had to leave where I was staying at three thirty this morning. So I and it wasn't no Starbucks open, so I had to get me some good old Dunkin' Donuts coffee. So I'm I'm amped up, but I am excited. I am excited. I am so excited. We had a wonderful opportunity to participate in the Junius B. Dobson um, Music Workshop in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, um, it was an incredible experience. We were able to send two of our music ministry team to participate, and they are overflowing. Their cup is overflowing with contacts and networks and ideas and the fellowship. Uh, the next one that's coming up, we're going to send some more of our, our, our team, our music ministry team, uh, had an opportunity to sit with uh, clergy and talk and share, and it was an incredible, incredible experience. I will let those who attended uh, share their uh, experiences uh, with, I know, with the choir and others, but it was, it was an incredible uh, anointed event, and uh, not only did we have an opportunity to participate through singing, but got a chance to sing uh, 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 with Richard Smallwood on last night. Y- y'all just, y'all... Now, since I'm in church, I guess I need to tell all of the truth. Uh, We were just in the same room. But I sang his songs with him, and uh, those persons who were in the choir were sitting as close as Deacon Lee was to Richard Smallwood. So I had a front row seat with Richard Smallwood, and he did an amazing, he envisioned, did an amazing, amazing, amazing job. Uh, he has a few challenges with mobility, but but ain't nothing wrong with his voice. I said, ain't nothing wrong with his voice, and ain't nothing wrong with vision. And so we are just excited, and we thank God for the opportunity and the privilege to do that, as well as an opportunity to participate uh, in the memorial service for my college roommate uh, on last Saturday. So we thank God for safe travels, and I know the rest of the team is en route back, so we continue to pray for traveling mercies on their behalf. Let us continue with worship this morning.
Amen. You read the Bible. You read yes. the story. That's, yes. That doesn't take a lot of, I don't need any more encouragement to that. I've read the Bible. I've read the story. And, and if he did it for them, he... Okay. All right. All right. Thank you, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Amen. It is offering time. It is offering time, church. It is offering time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I often laugh when people say, God, I need you to do something for me, but then I won't even clap my hands and pray with them. I won't lift my voice and say hallelujah. I won't lift my voice. Lord, I need you to do something for me, but you were quiet while I was while you was in church. You wouldn't wave a hand. You wouldn't shout hallelujah. You wouldn't do any of those things. But here's the funny thing. I'm glad God ain't like man. But God that shows us some grace and some mercy and he continues to bless us even in spite of our lack of. That'll get y'all later. All right. Amen. It's offering time. It's offering time. If you are watching online right now or in the room, there are uh, quite a few ways you can give. You can give online at EbenezerBronzeville.org. That's EbenezerBronzeville.org. Hit the Give Now button there. Uh, if you are a friend of Ebenezer, you want to give or you are taking care of your uh, your promise or your pledge, you can do that there as well. Uh, on the friends of Ebenezer side, you can do that as well. You can give by mobile. <clears throat> that number is 312, or text to give rather, 312-779-0146. Again, 312-779-0146. You can also give by mail or drop your gift off, 4501. South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. And last but not least, you can also give by Quick Pay or Zelle. That information is 773-960-9028. Let us pray for our gift. Father God, we thank you in advance. Lord God, we bless your name on today, God. God, we ask right now, God, that you would... Give us what we need, God. Not just what we need, God, but also your Bible says, God, that you would give us the desires of our hearts. So, God, you know what we stand in need of. You know the path that you have put before us, God. But we trust and believe that you will make a way for us to not only do what we need to do here, but even stretch our ministry further. So we're praying now, God, for both the gift and the giver. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
Amen. We thank God for your stewardship, for your continued support of Ebenezer and the work that God has given unto our hands. Amen. I want to thank um, I want to thank uh, Minister King for covering for this week and being on standby. You know, I'm a person of redundancy uh, because of my experience in the military. There's always a secondary and a tertiary uh, option. And um, Minister King was prepared, um, and I know um, that he could have been doing some other things and made other commitments, but um, he made himself available to be on standby uh, because we still have ministry that happened. And since we didn't want to put our faith in Southwest Airlines, we needed to make certain that we were covered. So I thank him for that uh, this morning. Um, the way in which our church is going to move forward is through teamwork, is through teamwork. And, and, and I like working with people who don't care if their name is called. And let me tell you, your pastor, I don't care if you call my name. I don't care if you, it's not important to me that you name a cloakroom after me. I want to echo what Martin Luther King said. I just want to do God's will. And when you have people that serve in that way, you can get so much done. And so I thank him. It's prayer time. It's prayer time. And our list is lengthy. Our list is lengthy. I'd like to invite you to, if you would like to, to stand. And if you want to intercede on behalf of someone else, Perhaps you just want to stand on behalf of yourself. It's prayer time. And what we like about the fact that it's prayer time, we know that this ain't about just folk who are sick. We got some, some of us, some internal struggles. Some of us have some job challenges. Some of us have health challenges. Some of us have children challenges. Some of us have relationship challenges. Some of us have uh, you pick it, challenges throughout our lives. And so our list is not necessarily for the sick only. It is for all who desire prayer. And so we remember this morning, Laney Ams, Lindsay Mayfield, we continue to pray for Marguerite Jones, Doris Robinson, and Deacon Chester Coleman. We call the name of Elise and Willie Grant and Alfred Moore. We're praying for Kenneth Sexton and Al and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, and Reverend Mary Grant, who is here today, Sarah Billups, we're praying for. We're praying for Mary Alexander and Rosa Conway and praying for Gladys Evans, Janice Carr, 
We continue to lift up the name of Reverend James Thompson, Albert Chaney, Angela Williams, Glorine Driver, Michael Jones, and Tyra Lawson. Praying for Deacon James Smith and Sister Minnie Peggs. We're praying for Bernetta Pearson and David Pearson. Asking God to have mercy. Ernestine Rowe and Terrell Blevins and Tracy Hill and Chandler Hill. We're praying for Laura Eddings, Jaleesha Eddings, Macy Jordan, Cheryl Rose. Praying for Wanda Kimbrough. Praying for Rob Martin and Colette, Colette Hurd. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. God, before we ask you for anything, we just want to say thank you. Thanking you, O oh God, for bringing us to this moment. God, you know the names that are on our list today. You know the names that have been called, the names that have been spoken. You know the unspoken names. You know, God, those names of the people who are watching online, who are watching via YouTube or Facebook. You know the names. You know the issues. And you know the circumstances. God, we ask right now in the name of Jesus, that you will speak to every need, every issue, and every concern as only you can. God, we ask right now if there's someone who's weak and who's struggling, oh God, that you would give them strength. Strength for the challenges, oh God, so that they might be able to overcome, oh God, whatever they are wrestling with. God, somebody on this list is having health challenges, oh God. We know you to be a healer. We know you to be a healer and a great physician. So, God, we ask that you would touch them right now. God, where their bodies may be racked with pain, oh God, we ask that you would give them comfort and sweet release, oh God. That they may bathe in your presence, oh God in the midst of their challenges. God, we ask that you would speak to their hearts. Encourage their minds, oh God. Cause them to know, oh God, that you have said, you have said in your word that you would never leave us, that you would never forsake us, and that you would walk through every challenge we have in this life. So God, have mercy. Have mercy upon our church, oh God. God, I lift up Ebenezer today, oh God. I lift up this church. I lift up, oh God, where we are in this journey, oh God. I ask that you continue to bind us together in love. That that word love, oh God, not just be a word we pronounce, but a word we live a word that we demonstrate, a word that we show. 
God, we're asking for favor in places and spaces, oh God. As we seek the challenges, to meet the challenges, oh God, that are before us, oh God. We know the challenges are huge. We know, uh, oh God, that the challenges are great, oh God, but we are thankful, oh God, that we serve a great God, a big God, an awesome God. And so, God, we will not shriek in the face of challenges, but, God, we will move forward in faith knowing, oh God, that where God guides, God does provide. God, we thank you for this day. God, we ask right now that you be with us in the balance of this service, oh God. We ask, oh God, that some word that may be uttered will speak comfort to those who have gathered here in faith, and we will be ever so careful to give you the praise, to give you the honor and the glory. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray. And all of God's people say it together, amen, amen, and amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. We're lifting up Michael Metcalf as well. Lifting up Veronica Dunn today. We're lifting up all those names that were on our Facebook page. Amen. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. I'm purchased. By my Savior, I'm glory divine, born of his spirit, and I'm washed, I'm washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song. 
embracing my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. I'm praising my Savior all the day long. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. I'm my heir of salvation, and I'm purchased by God, born of his spirit, and I'm washed, I'm washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song. I'm praising, I'm praising, I'm praising, hallelujah, my Savior, all the long. This is, this is my story. This is my soul. I'm praising. My Savior, I'm praising my Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm praising my Savior all the day long.
is about a testimony now you saying this is your story anybody got a story up in here anybody got a story up in here I mean a real for real story anybody got a story that he healed your body anybody got a story that he made a way for you anybody have a story well, we need to sing that like we got a story. Come on, come on, church. Come on. This is my song. Praising my faith. I can't hear you, congregation. This is my story. This is, point to yourself, my song, my song. Crazy, my say. Oh, all the day long. You said this is your story, your savior? Your Savior. This is your Savior. That means he's done something for you. That means he's made a way for you. You got to be a witness. You got to be a witness. You got to be a witness. All the day long. This is my story. This is my song, praise my Savior all the day long. Let the church say amen. When we sing hymns, we need to sing hymns. And y'all know I like contemporary and gospel and all that stuff. It's great. But sometimes these hymns get in between the bones and the sinews. And he's worthy. This is our story. That's why you came up in here today. This is our song. They were talking about in Sunday school this morning, the various traditions and, and, and things that are out in the world. But this is our story. This is our song. We are praising our Savior all the day long. Hallelujah.
Let me go into this word. I won't, won't be before you long, but I will be before you long enough. Can I have a little more value? I can't hear me. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to read into your hearing once again the text, John 15 and 4. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. Nor can ye, except ye abide in me. That is Jesus speaking. And the question I want to raise just for a few moments this morning, are you connected to Christ? Okay, y'all didn't hear that. Turn to your neighbor and ask the question, are you connected to Christ? What does it mean to abide in Christ? You know, that word abide appears at least 121 times in the sacred text. In multiple forms of the word, you'll see abide, you'll see abiding, and you'll see abideth. But it is considered an old word in our modern-day English language. We prefer to use substitutes, alternate substitutes, like stand by Christ or stick with Christ. A person who abides in Christ consistently cultivates godly character through the application of biblical values. What that really means is that you have an ongoing dialogue between yourself and Christ through prayer, through study, and through meditation. Christ compares it to a farmer who grasps the weaker branch to the stronger vine for better results. He says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. And so Christ gives us the formula for bearing much fruit on our Christian journey. He says we have to stay connected to the vine. Now, if you look in your spiritual mirror, I would ask, are you bearing much fruit? I'm giving you a moment to look in your spiritual mirror. Are you bearing much fruit? Now, if the answer is, I could do better, no, Rev, not really, the answer may be, maybe you ain't connected to the vine. And we just heard that the ways in which we stay connected is through what? Prayer, study of scriptures, and meditation. That's why I enjoy 
the Sunday school lesson. I enjoy the Bible studies. Those are great. We have good numbers, but we don't have great numbers. We always have to be struggling and striving to do better so that we can stay connected to the vine. God's servant Job is a perfect example. In Job 1 and 1, it says, There was once a man in the land of Oz named Job. The man was blameless as well as upright. He feared God and kept away from evil. Even when Job lost everything, this is what he said. I left my mother's womb naked, and I will return to God naked. The Lord has given and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Beloved, a lot more can be said about Job, but we know how the story ends after losing everything. I mean, everything. God blessed Job, and Job 42 and 12 says, the Lord blessed Job during the latter part of his life more than the former. Job did something unique, Ebenezer, something special, something unequaled by his peers to forge his godly character. He was obedient. I said he was obedient. In the best sense of the definition, he practiced obedience where others faltered or failed. He knew nothing of our Christ, but Job knew the Lord, and he was determined to follow him. As Christians, as, as followers of Christ, we face many challenges, don't we? Don't we face a whole lot of challenges? We, we are charged to walk in the light as Christ is in the, in the light. Uh, but, but any honest Christian will tell you that it's not easy. Because of the truth of the matter is there are distractions. There's some other lights that pull and tug at us in different directions. There's the light of Main Street with all of its glittering attractions. There's the light of Wall Street with the promises of wealth. There's the light of Broad Street with its promise of an easy life. All of these alternate lights have their own distinct glow to lure us away from Christ. So the question this morning is how do we how do we, how do we, how do we keep focus on Christ amid all the clattering and clashing noise of the world? How do we stay connected, connected to the vine? The psalmist says, blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. But how do you recognize? the joyful sound of Christian obedience. Isaiah admonished the house of Jacob, Jacob to walk in the light of the Lord, but how do you stay focused on the light of Christ and stay on the spiritual path of obedience? 
Because if you were honest, you would admit you know it's not easy because you and he have failed a few times. I mean, if you're honest, all of us are deeply flawed. Okay, I can't get no help here with that one. Uh, on occasion, your connection to Christ has been interrupted. Uh, you know, like, 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 like uh, one of the great things I, I, I like about the fact that I went to uh, uh, CVS is because it was vocational school back in the day. So you got a chance to go to a lot of different shops. You know, you got to go to the wood shop. You got to go to the auto shop. You got to go to the electronic shop. You had got a chance to work with polymers slash plastic. Uh, and, and you got to go work with electricity. And, 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 and what I learned about elect, the electrical panel, you know, the electrical panel in our houses that provide powers to our homes, Christians also have spiritual panels that provide power to our souls because it's wired, or at least it ought to be, to Christ. But, but in your past, you have, you've, you've thrown more than a few spiritual breakups. Sometimes, sometimes a worldly serves, leaves you in the dark, and before you have a chance to hit the reset, you find yourself struggling through a spiritual power failure. And for a short time, you find yourself fumbling around for the switch that will turn the light, the light of Christ, back on. Beloved, I want you to know that it takes effort. It takes effort to stay connected to Christ. You can't put your spirituality on cruise control and think that just because you have been cruising for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years that you are still connected to Christ. You could be cruising right into a ditch. The branch has to protect its connection to the vine. So this morning, I'm just going to give you three Three tips on how to do it. First, 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 first tip, first tip. First thing you got to do, and this is simple. This is, this is, this is basic. This was like a, a theology school 101. You got to read the manual. Oh, y'all don't feel me on that, right? Anybody, any man in here got kids? You know how you, you know how, you know, when Christmas came and, and, and they, you got this, this elaborate toy and you had to put it together and you, you just, like, well, I could just look at it and put the thing together. How many times have we looked at something and put it together still all jacked up? Jacked up. Because cause we didn't read the manual. We didn't study. Oh. Oh, y'all just pay folks to put y'all stuff together, right? Right, right, right. You got to read the manual, y'all. You got to read it at home. You got to read it in church. God went through a lot of trouble to communicate with you. He compelled divinely people to write his instruction and to do what? Make it plain. His manual is therefore a perfect treasure of heavenly instruction. And since it reveals the principles by which God will ultimately judge us, we would do well for ourselves to read it, 
and then follow it. We all, we all, we all experience times when we feel distance from the Lord. Maybe you've gone through the loss of a loved one or the loss of a good job or the loss of your good health. In, in those times, our faith goes through a shakeup or a test, and we really find out then how connected or disconnected we are to Christ. The Apostle Paul told Timothy, don't just read the manual. Paul told him, study it. Because there are a myriad of scriptures to encourage you on your journey with Christ. Christ's admonition to abide in him is only one of them. If you study to show yourself approved unto God, here are a few more that will strengthen your connection with Christ, especially at those times when you feel distant between yourself and your Savior. When you're feeling separated, church, or fearful or anxious, Peter said, cast all your cares on Christ. Because here's the good news. He cares for you. Paul says instead, be anxious for nothing. Any Bible readers in here? But in everything, by prayer, 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 and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And get this, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's how you don't lose your mind, that you, that, 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 that you understand that God can give you and grant you a peace that will pass your understanding. Because the truth of the matter is your intellect can only go so far. When you find that you're having relapses, to, let's say from sainthood or discipleship, the word God of God reminds us that God demonstrated his love for us in that while, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. When you're confused and don't know which way to turn, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Remember, your connection to Christ will be weak unless you read God's manual and you put this spiritual journey together all whacked up because you didn't read the manual. Because Christ says, take my yoke upon you and learn, learn of me. For my yoke is easy and my burden is life. One of the great things about having some senior saints in the house is that their presence here encourages those of us who are not senior saints yet because their presence says they recognize that they ain't stopped learning. They haven't stopped learning. God's word says, learn of me. I ain't nobody in this room know everything about God. 
they're still learning. Second, 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 second. Stay in your lane and practice what you preach. It's okay to read the manual, but you got to learn how to apply your spiritual knowledge to everyday life in order to limit those untimely spiritual breaks that thrust you into periods of darkness. You have to work hard, church, to keep yourself on the straight and the narrow path. The only way to do that is to apply what you read to how you live. Application prevents exasperation. And when you read the manual, you'll discover the things that, that harm, that can harm your spiritual walk. You, you learn to stay away from those places, those positions, those perspectives, those people that tempt you. So you stay away from gossip. You stay away from me immorality. You stay away from corruption. You stay away from vulgarity. You stay away from lying and cheating. You stay away from the love of money. In other words, you have to have your priorities in order. Practice what you preach. If the label on the jar says jelly beans, it shouldn't be filled with pebbles. Likewise, if your label on the outside says Christian, it shouldn't be filled with sin. Secret sin is still sin. There's no sense trying to color it, reclassify it, camouflage it, conceal it, cover it. It's still sin. You can't perfume it or polish it. It's still putrid. You can subdue it and try to seclude it, but it's still sin. And every sin that opposes God exhausts the enemy. If it rejects Christ, it magnifies the enemy. If it limits the spirit, it elevates the enemy. If it belittles the cross, it, dignif it dignifies the enemy. Listen to what John, 1 John and 7 says, God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not know the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Anybody believe that today? When we allow the light of Christ to penetrate our soul, if the jar says jelly beans, that's what will be inside. When your mind seems to be fixed on what is not pleasing in the sight of God, it's time to pause and examine the motivations behind your moves. So I ask the question, is temptation causing your thoughts to drift? 
if so, resist it. Have you taken a detour from the straight and narrow path? Keep your mind, as the old saints used to say, stayed on Jesus. Did, did you hear me today? I didn't even say stayed on the pastor. I said stayed on Jesus. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. In other words, you've got to stay on the spiritual track. If you stay in the lane called Christianity, the word promises that just like Christ, you will become obedient unto death. Because practice makes perfect. Third and finally, don't, and this is, this is critical, don't, don't, don't focus, don't focus on your failures. Instead, celebrate your successes. You know the world loves to catalog your failures. Do I have a witness this morning? I, I mean, we, we take good notes about people's failures and infractions. And we allow that to hinder us in our walk with God. And so, and so I encourage you today, celebrate your successes. If you celebrate your successes with Christ, eventually you will become hardwired to his spirit. Spiritual power fails become a thing of the past. Those things that distracted you will become nothing but a fading memory. You will find yourself feeling godly rather than guilty as you deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ. You'll wake up one day and realize that sin no longer reigns in your body. And you'll be lifted from gutter to glorious, from miserable to marvelous and pathetic to precious. You'll be free from fear and frustration, doubt and desperation and care and condemnation and shame and separation because you will have fought the good fight of faith and not only fought it, but won. And all because all because you learn what it means to abide in Christ. You will be forever connected to Christ, and you will be unshakable. And the good news, there'll be no more grief, no more guilt and groaning, no more despair and defeat and darkness, no more sorrow and sadness and, and, and suffering. I know today that a few of y'all, in this room, a few saints, a few of y'all here who are unshakably connected to Christ. Is there a witness today? If that's you, you ought to go ahead and celebrate your spiritual success by praising the Lord. I said praising the Lord. Praise him for the godly character that he has helped you to, to, to develop. Praise him for the humble spirit. Praise him for your pure motives. Praise him for your faithful commitment. Praise him for your compassionate heart. For you are persuaded that neither death nor life, 
nor angels, nor principalities, uh, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So you ought to go ahead and praise the Lord. You ought to praise him because your faith has dissolved your doubts. You ought to go ahead and praise him because your faith has satisfied your, your longings. Praise him as, because your faith has dried your tears. Your faith has done this because you are forever connected to Christ. We got to stay connected, connected to Christ, connected, not to our cell phones and the other person on it, but to Christ, connected, not to our social media pages, but to Christ. Let's stay connected, Ebenezer, the word of God for the people of God. And all of God's people said, amen. We're going to open the doors of the church, perhaps. There is someone here that wants to be connected to Christ through this ministry here at Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. We are offering offering to you today Christ. And we're offering to you the opportunity to work out your salvation here at Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. And so if you don't have any kind of relationship with Jesus, we are extending an invitation to you to come. Or perhaps you're a person that, that don't have a church home, a place that you can call your own. We would love to be your home. I would love to be your pastor. So you can come by Christian experience or by letter. Whatever category, we just ask that you come. Our deacons are standing before you with their arms outreached and extended, extending an invitation to you to join with us here at this fellowship. Come on, come on, come on. The choir is singing. They are reaching out. Come on, 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 come on. Come on, come on. God bless you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Come on. We've been praying. Come on. Come on. Come on, congregation, let's sing this with the choir. We offer Christ. Come on, come on.
Come on, come on. Ye. Let's give the Lord a hand clap this morning. Come on, come on. See what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen. Amen. Come on, dear. Church, we have Tierra Hunter, who lives here in the city. She is coming to join us based on her Christian experience. Praise the Lord, Tierra. Tierra, we are so excited that you are you have come down to join us here at Ebenezer. Let I should share this story. We came to know Tierra through the 2022 version of Summer Sizzle. And they, she has been coming Sunday, Sunday after Sunday, joining us for Sunday school. And, you know, we don't mind folks checking us out. People want to know what they're getting into. And I dare say that they have been shown, tears, been shown love, and every time we see you, our hearts are made glad. And so... We are excited, and we're going to let you get your, what we call your spiritual sea legs underneath you, and then we're going to let you serve. Can I get some help somewhere? Tara, I believe, also has a beautiful voice. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. And I just have to say she's a, a, a member of AKA Sorority Incorporated. So First Lady be very excited too as well. So here we thank God for your witness today. We thank God for you coming down. And we thank God that you have embraced Ebenezer as your spiritual home. We want to welcome you to this, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. And we want you to know that we love you. And we know that the best is yet to come. God bless you. Let church say amen. Where's Deacon Mayberry? He's in the back. Deacon Mayberry and myself, we, 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 we try to pray every Sunday between 8 30 and 9 o'clock. I ain't telling this to pump us up. It ain't, ain't about that. It's not about that. But we're being specific in our prayers. And we've been praying for younger people, older people, men, women, boys, and girls. And God is answering our prayers. Not just our prayers, but this church's prayers. Now, why do I tell you that story? 
Because every day that passes, what is being reaffirmed in my life and in my own personal journey, that when you do it God's way, you need to see, there's some folk that say that you got to have some gimmicks and you got to do crazy stuff. You got to, you know, to get people to become a part of your fellowship. God says that we need to pray first. And then after we pray, we have to demonstrate love. So the challenge, the challenge, the challenge, the challenge. Ebenezer, continue to demonstrate the love exponentially. What I mean by that, if you're already doing it at 100%, start working towards 150%. Y'all don't hear me. Show that love. Because you know what? How will they know we are Christians? By our love. And we're thanking God for terror. We're thanking God that he is answering prayer. And we, we just want you to know we got room at the altar. We got room. Join us. Sacrifice one Sunday, at least one Sunday down here at the altar. Because that's the only way you're going to do it, doing it God's way. God's way in everything, in everything, doing it God's way. Some of y'all know that. I don't want to uh, preach part two, but... Uh, but, but Danny, that's what it is, man. I mean, we, we just got to do it God's way. I mean, we come up with our own crafty marketing ideas, and we know there's a place for that. But, but we got to do it God's way. You want to fill this temple? Don't y'all dare say, well, what the pastor going to do? No, what you going to do? Okay, there's six people that clapped. Okay, all right. Two or three are gathered. Because you know what? He ain't never used the majority to do nothing. Let's stand to our feet. That's right, one or two of us. I'm, I'm loving this announcement right here. I'm loving this one. Go ahead, brother. Real quick, next, between this week and next week, if you have anything that you want to take home that is in the Sims building, I was going to point the wrong way, in the Sims building, we are cleaning out the building because we are about to get it ready for use. So if there are things, and I went through there, and there's some stuff in there that's older than me and five other people. So I need you to, if you have some stuff over there that needs to be removed or taken out, you have this week and next week to get it out. Because if it's there, when I get ready to go over there, there will be a dumpster outside, and that's where you're going to have to try to find it. So you got two weeks. I'm giving you two weeks. I was only going to give you, hey, Pastor, said you give him one week. I'm going to give you two. Two weeks to get everything you need. We're cleaning from the fourth, third floor all the way to the basement. So if there's anything in there that is not ministry-related or ministry-required, let me be clear, ministry-related or ministry-required, we are asking you gracefully, please come get your things because we are going to remove them in about two weeks. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you. We can't be hoarders. Can't be hoarders. Let's look to heaven.
We pray that you all have a wonderful day. And now unto him who's able to keep you from falling, to him who's able to present you for his father with exceedingly great joy. To the all-wise God be dominion and power, honor, and glory. Now, henceforth, and forevermore, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, and God keep you in his care. Ninety seconds. <laughs>